With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. I don't know why I did that. It's a Batman song and he's passed away, but it doesn't matter. We're here uh, in Londinium. This is the Manchester United Redcast. Random is how we start and random is probably with the people in front of me how this show will continue. We celebrate the mighty Manchester United. The Manchester United Redcast is backed for the season by Ladbrook. Sign up and deposit up to £50 and Ladbrook will put the same amount in your bank account, uh, getting up to £50 worth of free bets. Uh, you can get this offer by following the link at uh, bet.unitedredcast.com. That's bet.unitedredcast.com. Uh, with me to my left is... Um, well, I'm, am I on your left? Yes, it looks like I am. It's uh, Ben Aaron Paul. And over just in front of me is... Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. There you go. That's the kind of show we've got. Two brothers who look nothing alike, <laughs> like, like Danny DeVito <laughs> and his big brother, Artie. That's the way they look here. Uh, and over uh, where the sun doesn't shine and the rain falls a lot uh, is Bobby Meekin. How are you, Bobby? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Very good, thanks. Right up there as a candidate for match of the season. Aaron, mm. let's start. What did you make of that game? All action. All action, just out and out. Worrying at times, edge of the seat. Did you do, oh, did, did you do the squeaky bum thing at the end? It, I, I not, watched, not right at the know, end before the... The thing is, I, I was covering another game. I, I was actually at another game um, at a London derby and I got there just before half time and I'm watching it going... Oh my god! Oh my god! In a Ram pub, fifty percent full of United fans, fifty percent full of Arsenal fans, and it was tense. You could cut the, you know, the, the tension was there. And yeah, I mean, but Ben, one of the things for me, you know, is that you know, Arsenal always have the same problem. But what they did is after the two mistakes, they properly dug in and fought. I think De Gea most shots stopped, uh, equal record, fourteen. 14. Yeah. So you can't say they play badly. I thought Arsenal were brilliant. And if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd come out of that with a lot of positive thinking. I thought United was shambolic. I'm sorry to have to say this. I'm sick of all the eulogising and all the papers. Like a brilliant master plan from, from Mourinho. We got two goals because of two classic errors in the first 10 minutes. Not a bad little head start, but if you look at how on earth we went into, went in half time, still 2 0 up, I will never know. Sham- shambles we we, def- we we defended too deeply we couldn't get out of, our, out of our own box there for the for the love of god and the love of De Gea we stuck in there I don't know how and I still watched it two or three times over still don't know how yeah. I mean Robert the, the, you know we like cliches on this show and two goals is a very dangerous lead to have and all of that mm-hmm. but one thing it must do is it must taking on from what we just heard from Ben it must affect your mentality yeah, I mean, we, we, I mean, Arsenal, to their credit, really did, did come back at us, so we know. I mean, I thought Pogba was the, the, the obvious difference, uh, for United. We exposed that kamikaze Arsenal defence early on, but we rode our luck. And as I say, thanks to the best goalkeeper in the world, we didn't end up drawing three all. 
to be honest, were even worse. So, yeah, great result, really, really pleased. But it was alarming the way Arsenal did then subsequently overwhelm us. And, of course, the the joy of getting that win was completely overshadowed for me by what happened to Paul Pogba. Uh, we'll do that. We'll get, we've got to do this in yeah, stages. Bad, gotta, bad. I, I know you lot kind of do this scattergun kind of spray and pray. We've got to do it in stages. You know yeah, I'm sure. going to get there. <laughs> let, let, let me just... Aaron, take you on a little journey, first of all. Here's the thing. I kind of like people who do really well, but don't excel, so nobody really kind of... It's a bit like Kante did when he was at Leicester and everybody focused on, you know, Mares and Vardy. Do you mean the under-the-radars? And, and, and then the, the under-the-radars. This guy has consistently been good, consistently been one of our best players, but actually hasn't been lauded by Mourinho. And today... I can tell you that Real Madrid are going to come back and take their boy home because of that display. And that makes me sad. I'm talking about our goalkeeper. What a display. What a man. What a man. You know, as they say, Jesus saves, but so does Dave. You know, like literally the man is, he's everywhere. The double save. Wow. I mean, that sort of defies a lot of gravitational, (laughs) scientifical things. The thing that irritated me the most, though, is when I went on social media afterwards, people going, well, if Man United didn't have David De Gea, uh, they would have lost by seven. Can I tell you something? That is why Sir Alex Ferguson, also known as God, paid £18 million for an 18-year-old goalkeeper. He wasn't ago, ready. Seven years ago. When he, he wasn't came, ready. He Do you know what? I, 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 heard, I heard the story from Mike Phelan. Obviously, as you well know, you know, work-wise, you get to meet people. Uh, Mike Phelan told me that after we played Schalke in the Champions League in 2009, 2010, they knew Edwin van der Sol was ready to go. He's ready to retire. They had a deal done for Manuel Neuer. And who turned up to him? Eric Steele, the goalkeeping mm-hmm. coach. Turn around to Alex Ferguson. Alex Ferguson goes, right, Eric, we made a decision. Manuel Neuer is going to be our number one. And Eric still goes, why? And he goes, because he is the best in the world. And Eric still goes, you know what? David De Gea will be the best in the world in a few years' time. Fergie was like, forget it. We're signing him. Job done. And that is the true story how he was signed. And you only have missed two games, Ferguson. And he, I think we were playing a cup game against Shrewsbury, but he he was already off seeing De Gea. But the funny thing is that you would have said a couple of years ago that, you know, Courtois was the best goalkeeper in yeah. the world in waiting, wouldn't you? So good that, you know, one of the Czech. ones, Czech had to, you know, go go to us. Well, a few years before that, you would have thought Czech was the, the greatest goalkeeper in the world. I mean, look, we can get carried away with ourselves. Yeah, I think De Gea, for me, is the best goalkeeper in the world. And he's been consistently so. United on United on Saturday were all De Gea. The rest of the team, no idea. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get... We'll that's get, my, yeah, pun. But, but, that's but, my well, pun, that you totally, Well done. No, totally I, 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 I didn't mean to do that. You'll do it again and I'll acknowledge it properly. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, funny enough, that's what my wife says. <laughs> exactly. When I say that to her, she says exactly the same. Robert, do you know what I mean by we lord him... We kind of say, well done, but we don't go overboard and nobody mentions him, but he is absolutely fantastic. But that was above and beyond. And therefore, he will now come to the attention in a completely different way because all the Spaniards want to go home, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was it was a, a fluke or whatever that prevented him from going back to Madrid only, you know, a, a couple of years ago. You can hardly blame him from that part of the world. I, I mean... 
for me, he's the greatest goalkeeper Manchester United has ever had. Oh, don't start that. That's going on in the papers already. That's an insult to Massimo Taibbi. He hasn't had the praise that he's deserved because he's been at a relatively poor Manchester United team in recent years. Compared to the teams like Schmeichel were in, I think De Gea has been player of the year, obviously, on at least a couple of occasions. And I think if David De Gea had been in the great 1990s Manchester United side, there wouldn't even be a debate about who was the greatest ever United goalkeeper. It's freakish what he does. I'm a huge Peter Schmeichel fan as well. But De Gea yeah, verges on the freak. Just the, the, the instincts as a stopper are remarkable. And we saw that again on Saturday, one of the greatest ever performances by a Manchester United goalkeeper. So I think he's remarkable. I only wish for his sake he'd been in a better Manchester United team because the majority of his time spent with us has been when we've been in decline and he's been saving us regularly. Yeah, well, he has. L- let's move on to the Pogba bit. I-, I know there are all sorts that we need to talk about, but y- y- just 30 minutes is our bandwidth and we need to tick a few of these boxes. They have been said today they will not appeal the red card against Paul Pogba. Uh, but it's really interesting to look at the chatter. There are an awful lot of people who think Paul Pogba is an unlucky guy. <laughs> no, he's not unlucky. He's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> he was outstanding in that game. He was magnificent. He is the future Manchester United captain. And he should be. But if he only if he gets his head down and doesn't do stupid shit like that. But, but what about the idea that he overran the ball? <laughs> it was on. an accident. Did, did, what, 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 did, you, what did you see, Aaron? Shades of Wayne Rooney. That's what I saw. You saw petulance, Petulance, pure naivety, pure petulance. What an idiot. You think to yourself, you know what? We've got big games coming up. We've got City next week. This is our opportunity. You've already had your 10-game rest. Exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? And he turns around, he sees Maran Fellaini just going like that on the sideline. <laughs> yes, come away. You know... He is the creator of his own downfall. And the thing is, people talk about the fallout afterwards. I listened to Mourinho's comments afterwards when he talked about how the Arsenal players love the uh, the beauty of the grass. And literally all that screams is, he's my £89 million player. I am not going to upset him. <laughs> yeah. I could slate him and say, yeah, it was a red card. But that has the risk to upset him. I need him to put in a shift against CSK midweek and actually lead the team because I'm going to rest X, Y, and Z. Overall, though, I agree with you, prick. The guy has let his side down. Doesn't matter who it is, Ed. Doesn't matter who it is. It's a team game. Pogba's part of a team. He's part of Manchester United. And he is, you know, everyone talks about him as, you know, an amazing player and whatnot. You're not going to have to, you know, go to Old Trafford next week without him. But the thing is, the, the players that we've always liked, and you know, whether we go back to Roy Keane, they've always had an edge, haven't they? Those midfield, and 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 to be able to control it for the most part is a great thing. But Bobby, you know, I remember Roy Keane doing some very very dodgy things, and he was captain of the team. Does does this worry you in terms of what we've got to come? Because there's a big difference between a Manchester United when Pogba was in when he was out and when he came back in it was one of those your yeah. your value goes up in your absence gigs wasn't it uh, well it's to an alarming extent really I mean our two best players obviously the, our, our man uh, in goal and Pogba I mean there's no there's no doubt Manchester United just don't function the same way without Paul, Paul Pogba on the field they're so much more average in the, in the midfield uh, we do, we do, we we look at times like a one-man team on to the outfield players at the weekend. I would go that far. He is so much better than just about anything else we have got, and that's why it was alarming. Look, he's not 
a dirty play. He might be stupid. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a huge record for being sent off. So he gave the referee no choice, and it was naivety on his part. But I think he's got to give the bloke a break simply because he's so much. He's by far our best outfield player. What did you make of that petulant display he had towards Mourinho? Oh, I don't applause. know what they were talking about. No, there's the applause is one thing, and that was that was a bit immature. But him and Mourinho had an exchange, mm. and it looked like he was telling Mourinho, you know, I'm you, you you leave your opinions to yourself. I'm on the pitch. I'm the boss here. Mm. It's, things like that. I mean, they don't worry me too no, much. No, he's but a, he's I, a kid. Well, you know, he's a kid. He's, he's, yeah, he might be a kid, but I like I like personality. And this, I did it for the team, and uh, the kind of nonsense that I hear, where everybody's like a photo kit response because they've all been PR trained. Colour your hair. Do somersaults, wear silly boots. We I love, want personality. We love, that. we love that, Eddie. We love that. We just wish he was in that team every week. And against City, yeah, yeah. to lose our star man <laughs> for something he didn't need to do. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, he is our Kevin De Bruyne, isn't he? We'll get to that game. Uh, j- just before we move on from this game, fantastic. You were keen, Aaron, to talk about Ashley Young. The renaissance of him has been incredible. Firstly... Watford two the, goals oh the free kick was he, just... he celebrated a little bit didn't he well, you're not yeah. supposed to celebrate against your former oh, team oh who cares <laughs> who cares he, hasn't he played for him you yeah. know when I was still in school you know and that was a while ago so and I he mean, was rarely in school exactly yeah, you know um, that man is testament to you know what being out on your ear and working your way back in something that a certain Mr Luke Shaw should sort of take notice of the guy has crafted himself and I think the the uh, BT Sport commentator uh, Darren Fletcher not Darren Fletcher football genius <laughs> no, yeah, other no. Darren Fletcher um, was talking about Ash Young and how he's sort of transferred himself into transformed himself into an amazing sort of left wing back and you know can operate further up the field can you know defend well he puts in a shift and you know what it upsets me seeing Ashley Young at left back it does however when he's putting in a shift and he's scoring goals and he's actually working hard you can't I, I think him. they were both told him and Valencia if you want to be in a team this is what you're going to have to do mm. if you don't do that then I can't even find a place for you as a utility player then neither of them are at their peak uh, both of them are trying to find a way to function within as uh, you say Bobby a below par Manchester United team mm. and they've found a place it's attitude isn't it more mm. than anything it's not ability it's attitude of course it, it's attitude I think when you get to that age you want to hang in there you want one more mm. year one more year it, it, one more he's year he's 32 I, I think he's on the plane for next for, for the summer you know I think he's going to Russia I have a feeling he will go to Russia next year, you know. He'll be one of the senior players, again, because he can play a multitude of positions, can't he? He can play, he can play at number 10. He played at number 10 for Villa. He played on the wing for Villa. He played up front for Villa. He's played left back for Man United. He's two-footed. Bobby, let me ask you about that. You've taken me into a dodgy area, and I know they don't like us talking about things that are Manchester United, but I'll try uh, Mm. to, to give you the link. Wherever he plays for England, the news today is that Gareth Southgate could lose every single qualifying game and still be the England manager. What nonsense is that? Well, what kind of message well, you, does that give the player? It is singularly the most ridiculous, stupid thing that I've heard. Well, it also shows the huge gulf between the standard and expectations of the Premiership and international football regarding England. Does that uh, follow through with the manager the then? So yeah, well, would, would, would Mourinho be a better manager for England than 
Southgate. Well, of course, yeah, of course he'd be better than Southgate. You've got to remember, Gareth Southgate was the manager of Middlesbrough. That's the level of the guy. I'm not saying he's a bad manager, but he's a pretty average manager oh. in the scheme of things. Oh. England being in the position they are oh. in, that's where they're at. Okay, so, uh, okay yeah, let's stop now, because you're yeah. being horrible. You're worse than Ben. Ben's doing it in an obvious way. You're kind of being nice and then sticking the knife in. Clinic, clinical, yeah, I feel. Yeah, that was yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, good. So, yeah. just, uh, that's I would like to speak about Ashley Young, to be honest, but if you're going to just... No, 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 no. It's only and mention Luke Shaw at the same time. Go for it. Well, I think that's a prime example of an old pro with a good head on him who may not have, you know, the, necessarily the skill set and potential of a Luke Shaw, but he makes the coach's life easy. He makes good decisions. He's probably not high maintenance. Well, he, didn't, he, um, be, didn't Wayne Rooney get some old, some, some old head from... Uh, <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, this is a family sir. podcast, right? You know? This is this is ridiculous. From a, from I'm, so, a, I'm sorry from about an that. old pro. I'm so sorry it's about a family that. compost. <laughs> I'm sure Com- you got compost. Yes, carry on, Robert. Ignore him. We just said, we've just we've you know predicted Ashley Young's demise for a few years. I'm not a fan of Ashley Young being at Manchester United when he arrived. To me, it was a step down in standard. Him arriving as one of our wide players, we think we'd gone from the likes of Giggs and Ronaldo. But to his credit, he survived. It's clearly. Because, yeah, he, 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 coaches obviously like him. He's adaptable. So he's got a brain on him. He's worked out a role for himself and made himself indispensable for the time being. Can he I think play in a, black, a, lot, in a, a fat, lack flat of people back four? Of options on that left. Nah. Would, would he no. play in a, in a flat back four? Can he play? Two centre-halves. Can he play that? No, no, I think, no. In a so, three. In a three defenders and him. Is, is that the way we're going to play then? Is that our formation? Is well, that well, that's well, that, 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 the question. That's the question uh, for the next half of the show because uh, we'll talk briefly about CSK at Moscow uh, and then we'll move on to the uh, game we're all uh, a little bit uh, worried about. <laughs> Trepidation, <laughs> I think, is the word. Uh, so we'll, we'll do that. This is the Manchester United Redcast. Back in a few minutes. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. Uh, welcome back. Manchester United Redcast is me and uh, Aaron and Aaron and Paul and Paul and Robert is over in Manchester. Uh, and we are talking about the Man team, Manchester United. So we've dealt with the game of the season and actually Arsenal get props for uh, pushing us as hard as they did. Uh, nevertheless, we came out of it. Luck was the word, and luck is the word that's been following Man City. Uh, Remind me of that when we get there. CSKA Moscow. Uh, We started in the Champions League, Aaron, really, really well. Mm. And it seems to me that every game that's gone past, we've played a little worse. Is is that my imagination? No, it's true. It's true. Is it sort of not even fatigue uh, is the eye off the ball I think because we started off so well maybe they just thought you know we can cruise through the group but obviously you know we look at tomorrow night I think there will be a pretty rotated squad even though we do need to try and get something out of this I mean if we lose by six and you know Basel win by 15 then we might get knocked out you know but (laughs) I think we'll see a rotated squad you know whether that is a good thing and maybe gives people the opportunity to actually perform well. You know, you'll see, maybe you'll see the likes of Daily Blinn, Luke Shaw, as you mentioned, you know, maybe that gives them the opportunity to actually push on and try and do something. Who knows? I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's such a weird one, the Champions League. The group, but you know what, Ed? The group stage is always like this for us. 
They're yeah, they, they may well be like this for us, but I get a sense, Ben, that we have prioritised the Premiership over the Champions League, and it might just be in the group stages. But that's the feeling I get. When I look at the teams, we look a lot stronger in the Premiership than we have done. It's almost as though we're still playing in the Europa League. Well, it's a a wonder, isn't it? Because the depth of our squad is pretty, you know, it's better than many, many of the previous seasons. So we shouldn't have to do that. Um, I don't get it. I don't get how we drew it. We lost the last game and why we need to go in now and start playing out of our skin to get a, a victory because we've got to win the group and we've got to win oh, to yeah. win the, to does win the it, group how much of a difference does it make to win the group of course if we came it's in massive second? yeah well we've seen who what's happened gonna, who, the, the question is obviously it's it's the same old thing if we finish top who are we going to face if we finish second who are we going to face you know it's a case of looking at well, Bayern Munich that. don't look like they're going to win their group do they so, so if you're in a second neither pop- do Real Madrid yeah you know yeah I guess look at the way it's mixed up. Get us through. Get us through. I always feel towards the end of the group stages of the Champions League, everyone gets a bit bored. Like you know, come on, we've played. We got the Capital One Cup, League Cup, FA Cup, third round coming up. We got you know Watford away on a Wednesday night. International games. International breaks. Everyone's like, there's a bit of an amalgamation of fixtures. Now they're rushing the Champions League. We played what two weeks ago. They're rushing it. Just they're to rushing it because it's World Cup, yeah, isn't it? No, no, they rush it to get it done before Christmas so they have a little break till, is it February? February, the, the first sort of knockout, you know, phases. I think that's when things start, start to warm up. Traditionally in group phases, I remember watching us against teams like Panathinaikos, you know, where, you know, mm. it's been very lax. It's been boring sometimes. Even under Sir Alex, it was boring sometimes. You know, look at the years we went out in the group stages. You know, yeah, well, it's not going to happen today. I just w- wish that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we have just done enough to get through, and then after we get through, Bobby will get more serious. What, what's mm. your prediction for tomorrow night? Oh, I think we'll. we'll I don't, I'm not expecting a remarkable performance tomorrow night because obviously I think there'll be a lot of changes because we're getting ready for the weekend. But I'd still expect them, you know, to to top the group and and, and win tomorrow. I think overall, I wonder really, in his heart of hearts, I don't think Mourinho thinks United are genuine contenders for the Champions League title this season. I think with the comments he made at the beginning of the season, which were comments about his squad, when he said he felt we were still a, a level down from the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid, which is probably right. So I, 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 mean, I probably have we're to I agree with down. that. I, yeah, we are. But, I, but I'm talking about a time when Manchester United were only like seven, eight years ago, were competing for Champions League titles. We're not at that level at the moment. So. I could understand if, if sometimes yeah, you, you get the sense that uh, Mourinho might be a little negative about our prospects. I think his priority is the Premiership this season. I think the, the Champions League is a step too far in the latter stages. Right. Well, that makes sense in terms of the way it's being played. Ben, let's get to the game then. Uh, this is what we've waited for. Uh, we've teased, we've fondled, we've controlled. Uh, time to stop the foreplay. Let's get to the action now. Uh, Man City. What, what is this with the kind of rebirth of Raheem Sterling? What's the point? It's with the rebuild. Well, they're a team flourishing. They're confident. The manager's instilling confidence. The manager's instilling them the belief. Go out there and play football. Do what you do best and, and enjoy yourself. Exactly how we were before the uh, Liverpool game. Yeah, Still but it's cost, it's cost two hundred million pounds or something, isn't it? I mean, many of the back four, uh, were, all of them were new, weren't they? Goalkeeper yeah. who's new mm. b- bought the boy from uh, Tottenham. They've spent an awful yeah, they spent lot of money. Hundred million on two left backs, but 
Fine. Everybody's going to be spending 100 million on two left If they can. <laughs> in the next year or two. Every time someone breaks a record, that's the new norm. Sterling's going yeah. to be, what, on £300,000 a week? I tell you, last season, the City fans hated him. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, what you're saying. But he was, wasn't he, uh, Aaron, the guy who was up for the make-weight with Sanchez? That, that was the talk, yes, wasn't it? he was. He, he was the make But that was, Arsenal wanted him. Arsenal wanted him. Rather than, it wasn't the other way. It wasn't that Man City no, wanted to get rid of him. City, in order to you get... were offering him Mangala. <laughs> City were offering him Mangala and Fabian Delph as the make-weight Arsenal wanted. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Do you know Pep's sort of, you know, resurgence, if you like, this season? Do you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Mourinho in the first, his first ever season at Chelsea, 04, 05. He's an animal. He's a machine. You know, like there was the video of him getting angry at Nathan Redmond the other day. Yeah. That just reminds me of Jose Mourinho. See, I don't, I don't like this talk. I don't like a talk of, people being machines animals and I, and I understand it certainly if they win against us which is a magnificent opportunity for us to stop them they become the record uh, you know victory they have the record number of victories in the mm. premiership but until you win it's a bit like Tottenham until you win something surely I've got to you know I'm hearing people talk about them being the best team the premiership has ever but seen but that's, that's the standard thing it's a standard thing when come sort of April May a team is fighting you know no, in fact not even April May after the third round of the FA Cup, a team is fighting for the FA Cup, the League Cup, the Champions League, the Premier League. We're going to win the quadruple. I'm sure it was Liverpool. You know, under Rodgers, they're going to win the treble. They're going to win the treble. They ended up with nothing. You know, unfortunately, as you and I both know, you know, we have the media have to try and generate uh, some some sort of yeah, buzz, you know, it's to wrong. get paid. We, we, we need to be realistic, and it is wrong. Nevertheless, Robert. I, I I want to be optimistic, but it's really difficult. When you see people like De Bruyne, who we've talked about, Marino letting go, uh, Sterling, San, we've got Jesus, uh, we've got Aguero, we've got a goalkeeper playing as a, effectively a sweeper. They push high up the field. It's hard, but let me just say, two lucky victories. I mean, West Ham, that's 83rd minute. And, and just before that, they scraped even later a goal. 96th so minute. They've been very, very lucky, haven't they? I, I think. The momentum is actually, they're slowing down. If yeah. you look at it, they are, they were cruising to 5-0, 6-0, 7-1. Credit to Moisey. Credit to Moisey. You know what? They defended magnificently, West Ham. They played magnificently in terms of, you know, they were very organised against City. You know, City's goal was pretty scrappy. Their, win, their winner wasn't, you know, as fluid and it wasn't Barcelona sort of tiki-taka. Fine. Thing. So take it to Manchester United. Up until this point, Robert, we'd been talking about, what was it, win one uh, at Tottenham, uh, lose one at Chelsea and draw one, which we had yeah. against Liverpool. Uh, we've now beaten another of the top six. Uh, we, yeah. come, we come to Man City. Uh, it, we've lost our best player uh, and mm. they are flying. They have no injuries. Call it for me. I think you the Pogba's absence is absolutely huge. I think I mean obviously even with him in the team it was gonna be a, a big call, but City are comfortably superior in terms of midfield, they're comfortably superior in terms of their number ten, they're comfortably superior in terms of their wing backs. In other areas we've got parity. But that's why I I would have look, there's every chance United could nick it, but if there's a gun to my head, I would say City would win this two one. All right, more the question, how do we beat them? That that's where yeah. I wanted yeah. to go with you. Yeah, we're capable of beating. Of course, we're capable of beating but, them. But, yeah, but how do we do it? Do we stick a man on De Bruyne? 
do we park the bus and then break away with like lightning speed? Do you speed think we should of, stick with straight at the back? I, I'm in two minds. When Pogba went, I thought, let's stick every man behind the ball and just don't let City win because I was feeling that negative. Now I'm actually thinking, uh, let's break away. Let's soak it up and break away. Like we're like almost like we're the away team with the, yeah. with, with the speed and power of Lingard and Marshall and Lukaku. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a, that's a powerful, quick. If they are de- if they are defending, it's more difficult for them. They've got something to think about, yeah. haven't they? I don't think parking the bus is going to work at Old Trafford. They don't look as solid as people make them out to be. Mm-hmm. There's mistakes in Otamendi. There's mistakes. Yep. You know, yesterday we saw, um, I, I can't remember what defender got injured. It might have been Otamendi who got injured or Mangala. And Pet was worrying about, oh my God. It was like the 92nd minute, don't get me wrong, but he was worrying, oh my God, what do I do here? Because he knew West Ham were going to lump it forward. You know, there are mistakes in them. And <laughs> the the thing that sort of, this this situation this reminds me of is 0506 when Chelsea again were in their pomp uh, under Mourinho we took them on at Old Trafford and everyone was going against us it was one of them dark December Sundays and mm. we you know I think we just lost Roy Keane as well I think Roy Keane had left the club it was I think the week after or something like that and Darren mm. Fletcher scored a looping header over Petr Cech <laughs> do you remember that performance we were so yeah. bad but we were so bad we were so good <laughs> because we defended and defended and defended yeah I also think, personally, I think Zlatan could play a part in this. And I think maybe he could conjure up some magic because obviously people are talking Lukaku's on this drought. Who knows? It could be an opportunity for Zlatan to potentially push on, come off the bench, nick something. The the great thing about this match is that there are so many scenarios that we can all conjure up. You know, the goalkeepers will, of course, record amount paid for one. One being regarded as a fantastic goalie who's just had a remarkable game. I think is what's the boy's name? Fernandinho. He he's their he's their rock, isn't he, uh, Bobby? Isn't he the one from which everything comes? Isn't he uh, the oracle, the font of all movement and everything? Well, when I've seen them, yeah, it seems to be, yeah, that, that, and that obviously is the worry from our point of view, with them getting hold of the ball in midfield and, frankly, getting it, getting it off them. But I would also say, I think I'd like to see Rashford involved mm. against City because I think his pace could be really important against that City defence, which isn't impenetrable, as, as we've said. Lukaku, just to be honest, yeah, there are question marks there at the moment. He, he obviously struggled again at the weekend. I, I feel, I'm not, I'm not saying necessarily we, he got to, to drop him on Saturday, but I, I have to say, I think Marcus Rashford, I think quite rightly, should be in with a shout to start. Because he, he might be a more exciting, more challenging option against City. Just to say, just Less the sheer pace of the man. Yeah. yeah, the sheer pace of the guy. I'd like to I see it. Get behind that but I just defense. don't think Mourinho would drop no. Lukaku. I'd love to see No, Rashford I don't think start. he will. I think you're right. I think it's more likely someone would, he, he, he might wait away for someone later on. But would you really start with Latan and Lukaku? No, 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 no. No, no. That's the thing, because it's just not mobile enough. Not at all. Not at all. But I think, I really think Zlatan, towards the end of the game, if you want a substitute yeah, to bring yeah, on, he's, he's a fabulous substitute to bring yeah, on, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Isn't he? Uh, gentlemen, call it, please. 2 oh, 1 United. 3 <laughs> 0 City. 
Oh no! <laughs> go, go on, Bobby. You asked me. No, I've said I. I, I think it'll be, it'll be a close foot, close foot match, but I think City's quality will will take You've it. You've got to yeah. back your own head. I, I, I see it as a draw. I can't see any own. other. I can't see. Of course, I do. I always back Man United. Uh, then I go three two. I think it'll be a goal fest. I hope so. Somebody will get. What you need is the way that you win this is that you make it a, a derby. And you make it a derby in the old-fashioned way and get one of their fuckers sent off. The, big, Sorry, the biggest Sorry, thing is... No, Ed, Ed. <laughs> the biggest thing is, come 4.15 on Sunday, that ground needs to be a cauldron of noise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you remember the Carling Cup, you know, Carrick and Skulls, yeah. those, those nights, they were serious nights. Yeah, you need to make them horrible. Yeah. We need to intimidate them. Yeah. 76,000 people to do it. Yeah. Listen, uh, guys... Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, it's a good one to predict. It's a scary one, and that, that's what we like. We live out of the comfort zone. Ben, look after yourself, mate. Andy, you, Aaron. Uh, Bobby, uh, next week uh, we'll find out who's right and uh, whether our worst fears will realise. Uh, but uh, until then, it's left for me to say, come on, you Reds. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. This is the Manchester United Redcast. It's back for this season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft or IBM and others, and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.